Hello, I'm William Stewart, co-founder of Teleos. Welcome back to this podcast on the major themes of scripture. Such an important study for all of those who believe by faith in Jesus Christ to bring together all of scripture into themes so we know how to think about God, to better know God in in an organized way and Christ, so we can speak the truth to ourselves and also to other people in an articulate way. This is a theological study, really it's a biblical theological study, where we're not really considering outside sources, but just looking at the Bible itself. So there, there are other studies on, on theological studies on um, uh, that would take in Augustine, uh, Schaefer, other great theologians, um, Schaefer and, and Ryrie have great uh, books on theology. Uh, Erickson <clears throat> as well, N's, E-N-N-S, uh, the, also that can give you a, a backup to what I'm saying here, godly men who believed in the truth of Scripture as we do. We take Scripture here at this podcast in a normal, <clears throat> literal fashion. All of the Bible <clears throat> is the truth of God. Now, we are focused on the apostolic epistles, those letters from the apostles that explain the church and our beliefs in a post-resurrection world after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ in the church, how we are to think and believe. So that's the primary direction to the church. But we'll use all scripture because all scripture is the word of God, but scripture is progressive in revelation. Uh, please visit our website, read our disclaimer, Uh, Welcome, uh, and we welcome feedback and questions. We've been talking about a wonderful topic, the security of our salvation. And this is the last wrap-up of this very important topic. Security of salvation is vital because we're to have confidence. Paul tells us we should have confidence in our relationship with God. If we don't have that confidence, we can't really serve and love others because We're always looking behind us, thinking, is God accepting us or is he rejecting us? And and this is why I think, in part, God likens in in Ephesians 5, our marriage relationship as the relationship to Christ and the church. You think about a marriage. How can uh, two partners who don't trust each other, or who might be worried about one partner leaving or having a a sexual affair, ever go out and really succeed? Uh, and have and have love and trust that partner and confide in that partner and do well in their work or do well in their raising kids. It, it's very difficult. And same with our relationship uh, with God. We cannot serve him with the robustness and the completeness and the joy unless we have that security and salvation. Now, we've covered four broad topics to date. Now, if you haven't listen to these or seen the videos, I I encourage you to do so. It's on direct statements in Scripture that we are secure. It's that we are God's possession as sealed by the Holy Spirit. Um, We are chosen in Him. He helps us persevere, and we have positions in Him that are uh, final and, and legal and morphologic. And this goes along with the sealing, which is legal, but also that we're adopted, we're found legally innocent, and we are regenerated into a brand new person, and that old self is died. So 
again, direct statements, we, the, the new positions, the perseverance, God makes us persevere, and the election, because nobody would have chosen God. Only God <clears throat> could bring us to himself. Salvation is all God, none of us. That brings us to the fifth topic today, and this is fascinating. Um, a passage which is often misunderstood. Uh, it's controversial, and we want to try to explain it. It's so important because it deals with uh, the security of our salvation in a very unique way, and that's Hebrews 6, often taken as a, as, uh, a text that says we can lose our salvation, but it's actually just quite the opposite. So here we go. Uh, we start at the last three verses of Hebrews 5, where Paul is telling the uh, young Hebrew believers in, in the recipients of the book of Hebrews that they ought to be more mature. And um, he says this is evidenced by an ability to teach and to make good, rapid, and accurate judgments between right and wrong. So then he begins Hebrews 6 by saying, so leave behind the elements of salvation, the initial elements of salvation. Uh, leave behind baptism and issues of a resurrection, uh, on and on, because you should be mature. Okay, so he goes, don't keep focusing on these things. He, and then he goes, and this is really key in verses uh, four to seven in chapter six. If, if you don't believe you're really saved uh, after becoming a Christian, then two key points. One is, is that you're asking Christ to be uh, crucified again, because somehow, some way, the God of the universe who cared enough to come down, uh, live an abused life for three years as he tried to minister to people, and suffer terribly on the cross for our sins, that somehow some of your sins aren't good enough to be covered by his blood? Wow. And it basically says that you are putting Christ to open shame. Again, the shame of, of going to the resurrection uh, in an unjust death where they mocked him about uh, and, and made fun of him, saying he was king of the universe. You're asking him to do that again. Ooh, not a good idea. So uh, <clears throat> realize then that Christ is sufficient uh, for all your sins and that you can move on then in your faith and, and have that confidence. So that, that, that's really key. And so the second point here is, is that if you do believe that, that somehow you need further forgiveness, there's nothing else left for you to obtain that forgiveness because Christ has already done it. He's sufficient. So if you're looking for some other comfort, <clears throat> you're looking at an insufficient place. And what do I mean by this? Well, sometimes people get rebaptized. You know, as a, as a sign of commitment, where people feel guilty, thinking they can lose their salvation. Uh, they're looking for comfort that somehow they're really secure. Uh, we know guilt is, from teleos research, prevalent among Christians. Seventy percent of Christians uh, in several surveys feel guilty. It's low level. People tend to compartmentalize it. But it's there because in the back of their mind, they don't have complete confidence. They're doing something wrong that has disrupted that relationship. But for a true born-again believer, 
by faith in Jesus Christ alone and his death and resurrection, there is no disruption from God's side. You can avoid God, you can suppress the spirit, you can quench the spirit, but he's there 24-7 and we can approach him in confidence. So having said that, then he, he says, look, if, if you're a regener regenerated believer, and this is verses 9 and 10, you will create fruit. Uh, versus the, the, the tree or plant that is not a regenerated believer, and you won't. And God's not going to forget uh, that the fruit that you have produced because you are a new believer and have the Spirit and have tasted the goodness of God. Having said that, then, we are secure. In the last verses, 13 to 20, in chapter 6, indicates that God has sworn and he has given an oath uh, like he did uh, Father Abraham in, uh, in Psalm 10, uh, uh, verse 1, Psalm 110, verse 1, have given an oath to the fact that we're secure and the security anchors our souls. Okay? So this, this is key information. We are to press on the maturity in, in review here. Press on to maturity. Leave behind the things of salvation, the, the beginnings of salvation, uh, grasping, trying to assuage any guilt uh, to, to make us feel better and have confidence in that salvation. Because if you have the Spirit, if you're truly born again by faith, you have the Spirit, God has sworn to your salvation, you can take that comfort. And if you don't, <laughs> You're asking Christ to put himself to public shame again by uh, going back to the cross. And um, uh, and there, there's nothing left for you that you can't get any more uh, forgiveness than what's already there. So as my dear wife, Jeanette, and I often say, live by facts and not emotion. Live by the facts of Scripture and not how you feel. Rein in your feelings of guilt or non-confidence to the facts of Scripture and live that way. You'll have great fruit. You'll have that maturity that it talks about at the end of Hebrews 5 of being able to teach and encourage others, have, have, have good judgments between right and wrong, uh, who you need to avoid, who's trying to defraud you, and, and, and live a more problem-free life. All right, we're secure. What great promises. God is so good to us, so much grace and so much love that he saved us through his son. Join us next time. We'll continue on this podcast of the major themes of scripture, and I look forward to seeing you then. Uh, please, again, please visit our website, leave comments, questions. We'll try to address those questions. Those are important. Uh, it's a pleasure to teach you, and I hope you'll come back and, and uh, visit again. Bye-bye.